Hello and welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. I'm Tyler Davidson, Vice President and Chief Content Director for Meetings Today. Um, We are joined here at uh, ASAE 2023, their annual meeting and exhibition at the uh, Georgia World Congress Center. Um, And we are here with Shavana Williams, Director of Strategic Partnerships for the Georgia World Congress Center Authority. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And uh, yeah, it's it, it's much more than just this building here, too. You guys have quite a big campus. Um, so you're responsible for sustainability and more throughout the whole campus. Am I, am I right in that? You are right. And yes, we do have a pretty large campus, uh, championship campus. As you're probably familiar, is 200 acres of sport and entertainment, and that includes Mercedes-Benz Stadium, the Congress Center we're in today, two outdoor areas, Georgia International Plaza, Centennial Olympic Park, as well as the new Signia by Hilton, which will be completed in January of next year. Which I took a hard hat tour of a few days oh, ago. Oh, very was, cool. It is really cool. <laughs> it's built really with with meetings as a primary focus of it. So that's really cool. I'm a, I can't wait till that opens in January and to get to see it. Right. <laughs> um, and so you have a strategy of intentional gatherings mm-hmm. here. Why don't you explain a little more what that is? Intentional Gatherings is our ESG strategy to provide unconventional solutions for people, planet, and performance. The Georgia World Congress Center has a really rich history in community impact and corporate social responsibility. So coming on board, Tyler, I wanted to advance that and really have a targeted focus around our work and being able to share our progress. And Intentional Gatherings was developed by looking at the work that we do here. Of course, we are known for having conferences, conventions, sports. We host graduations here. And when I looked at that work, I said, No matter what someone is doing here, everyone is hosting a gathering. So that was the foundation to my theme for ESG and added on intentional, of course, because as we differentiate ourselves, we want our clients as well as our neighbors and the larger community to know that by working with the Georgia Well Congress Center, you're not just having a conference. You're not just having an event. You're not just hosting a fan experience, but you are being intentional about your gathering and will have a legacy here. And it revolves around people, planet, and performance, right? Correct. Um, And I know, you know, maybe we can get into what each one of those sort of embodies, but I know with people, you had an interesting program here, the inaugural Making Her Story uh, Tea in (laughs) honor of uh, Women's History Month here. Why don't you tell people what that was about? Oh, yes. That was our event to celebrate women, the achievements that we have made in business and, of course, sport entertainment and celebrate the success, but also recognize the work that still has to be done in developing women leaders. So we were really excited to host that event for Women's History Month. It featured a conversation with the only woman currently on our uh, C-suite or in our C-suite, Jen LaMaster, our chief administrative officer. In addition to that conversation, we had a panel discussion with women leaders in Atlanta from Kristen De La Hunt at the Atlanta Convention and Visitors Bureau, Jai Farrell, who is the chief commercial officer at ATL, the airport, 
two leaders from Mercedes-Benz Stadium, Atlanta Falcons, as well as the city um, of Atlanta. Ebony joined us, who leads special events for the city. And that conversation centered around our industry of hospitality, the challenges that we have in our industry, and how women can continue to grow and excel. So it was a very productive conversation and a fun celebration as well. And, and then you talk about the challenges that the hospitality industry has. And one of them that I cover a lot is the talent pipeline and getting young people interested in a career in it. And you've done a couple of things uh, in that respect, uh, such as launching a partnership with the U.S. Green Building Council and uh, Sustainable Georgia Futures to train uh, minority students to become um, LEED of certified associates, and then uh, career days and shadowing opportunities with um, a couple of the educational institutions uh, here, right? Correct. And yes, Tyler, you are right. One of the biggest challenges for our industry is that talent pipeline. And we are really unique in that we are developing talent, not just in the traditional areas of marketing, communications, and sales, but looking at our industry holistically and seeing the need for vocational talent as as well, from the engineers to plumbers, electricians, the culinary arts. And that is why I am being strategic about the partnerships that we are building and looking to develop talent in all of those areas. The partnership that you mentioned with the United States Green Building Council is an opportunity for us to expose minority students and professionals to our industry from the operations and building side and then support them in gaining that knowledge and be Coming certified as lead professionals. Cool. And then, uh, you know, the planet aspect of that, um, I do have a, a little container of honey you guys produce <laughs> here. So I'm looking forward to get, jumping into that when I get back. Um, and But you've also have uh, programs that um, help with um, food rescue programs and et cetera. Why don't you uh, describe some of those efforts? Definitely. And what you'll see also, Tyler, with our work is that there are some programs that are in several buckets. Um, continuing on with the partnership with USGBC, while that is in the people bucket, it is also in the planet bucket because we mm-hmm. are training people to be um, responsible in designing and operating buildings. Yes, we do have beehives on our campus, three of them, and uh, it contributes, you know, to the um, ecosystem here and producing local honey. We're also able to use it in, from an education standpoint, as well as, of course, in the delicious recipes that our chefs put together for our our clients. Along those lines, we have a partnership with Zoo Atlanta where we are using um, our trimmings from Centennial Olympic Park as well as our parking lots to provide to animals at the zoo. Oh, that's like a, that's a very heartwarming story. I, I think <laughs> I heard that um, even the giraffes um, get fed uh, with some of the clippings from the trees. You exactly. Here. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, finally, you know, moving on to performance. Um, what uh, what are some of the aspects of that? Performance, and this is the main differentiation between the work that we were doing in the past. As I mentioned earlier, we definitely have a rich history in being a responsible and um, concerned neighbor, but where we have not um, always 
what we have not always done is share the work that we are doing, being transparent about the goals that we have, and then following up and demonstrating the progress that we have made and being a thought leader. So in the performance category, we are looking at the top issues that are facing Georgians as our mission is to enhance the life of every Georgian. So as I look at data showing that only one out of five students in Atlanta is reading at grade level. We want to be able to be a partner in combating combating that. And our leaders here are also um, sharing the, the progress and key learnings and demonstrating the work that we are doing to be an example for others. Most recently, we had one of our colleagues, Ken Stockdale, he was at the International Association of Venue Managers Conference, and there he spoke about the work that we are doing from a carbon standpoint and how we continue to renovate and improve our campus in sustainable ways. And let's talk more about your sustainability. I mean, you have, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have 4 million square feet of space here. And I think the facility was originally built in 1976 and, of course, went through some major expansions and new buildings opening. But that it's such difficult uh, with that amount of space in a building uh, to, you know, really nail down a great sustainability program. And just the aspects of the meetings and convention industry, it's, uh, you know, it's a challenge because there's lots of food coming through that, you know, it could be wasted in the end. There's car exhibition floor carpets, et cetera, uh, you know, powering the whole thing. So why don't you explain just some some of the things um, being the, uh, I believe, the largest LEED Gold Certified Convention Center in the world, um, some of the aspects of your sustainability programs that you'd like to talk about. Yes, we are proud to um, have been recertified Gold LEED. And as you said, originally the building was built in 1976. So, it is something for us to be proud about, and Georgians can be proud that almost a half century later, we are able to certify gold, and that takes a lot of work. It also takes support and commitment um, from our leadership, so that's the starting place because we wouldn't be able to do that without that focus, but our sustainability is comprehensive. Yes, in the world of hospitality, there is a lot of waste, and we are conscious of our impact in that regard. So we work to mitigate as much as we can and divert the waste. So from a material standpoint, we have a donation program. We work with local nonprofit organizations. So after an event such as the conference that we're here for today, we will be able to donate carpet, um, excess materials, whether it's book bags or school supplies, we'll be able to donate those to Boys and Girls Club, Meals on Wheels. From a food standpoint, we work with a couple of organizations, One Heart Ministries and Second Helpings, to donate food and rescue that. We also look at everything from procurement to the execution, the supplies that we are purchasing for cleaning, our sustainable supplies as well. And then throughout the campus, 
there are the things that are no brainers, you know, being able to have solar panels on our parking lots and EV charging stations. We renovated over the last um, two years our and our street, Andrew Young International Boulevard, and expand it to a pedestrian walkway. Now, some of our drivers may be a little disappointed because it went from a two-way um, boulevard to a one-way, but that did help us from a sustainability standpoint and health and wellness, you know, encouraging walking mm-hmm. and eliminating some of the emissions um, that comes to the campus. And I really suppose that besides being a good thing to do uh, for the earth, um, clients are really uh, demanding uh, to know where you stand with your sustainability efforts. Definitely. Um, you are seeing clients ask about sustainability efforts, your social plans. Do you have a diversity supplier program? And describe that program is something that we are consistently seeing on our on RFPs that we are replying to in reference to sustainability Our clients do want to know how we are managing waste and how they also can be a part of the the solution when they are here in Atlanta. So we work with them, again, through that donation program, helping them to be strategic about things in their conferences, whether it is the types of banners that they use, connecting them with an organization to be able to upcycle those textiles and be able to merchandise them and then use those resources to contribute to things such as affordable housing in Atlanta and Georgia. Anything uh, that you're, you know, on your wish list for the future as uh, as we move forward? Oh, Tyler, that question <laughs> should be, what is not on your wish yeah, list for the future? Right. I actually overwhelm myself with ideas and, and plans. I am a nerd and read a ton, so I am always looking at opportunities to evolve and grow. But two things in particular that I'm really excited about from a people standpoint, we will be launching our diversity supplier program later this year during Minority Business Enterprise Week. And that program will be a combination of education, um, resources, and um, being able to prepare them for larger opportunities. So that awareness is really important. We have a lot of talented diverse businesses here, minority-owned and women-owned, and not all of them are aware of the process to do business with the government. So that program will help them in that regard. We're also looking to develop a mentorship program within our diversity supplier initiative where larger organizations can connect and mentor smaller emerging businesses and set them up to be able to partner with them or be sub uh, contractors as they're bidding on larger perform, uh, larger opportunities. I have worked in sports entertainment for years, so I have seen when large community-wide events come to an area such as Super Bowl or getting ready for World Cup, they will look to us to develop a diversity supplier program and ask us, well, I don't want to be reactive to opportunities like that. Mm -hmm. And that is why I am developing a diversity supplier program. Yeah, I think that we've covered that aspect of DEI for, uh, it seems to be like the the area right now that is really getting a lot of attention and a lot of momentum because these big um, conventions and events come to town um, and the community should share 
and the economic opportunity uh, provided by it. So that's really uh, nice to hear. And I'm sure you're working with the you know, the city government and the CVB and all that also. Of course, as well as the Chamber of Commerce yeah. for all of those areas. There's a Women's Chamber of Commerce, the Latin American Association, the African American Chamber of Commerce, because I truly want to be a partner. While I am passionate about this work, I also know that I do not have the answers, and you cannot be a great neighbor without having a conversation with your neighbor. So the second opportunity I want to share with you is our Community Advisory Board. And I am pulling in leadership from organizations as well as the community to be able to help me understand what is important to this community, where the needs are, so then we can truly be a great partner. Well, great. Where can people find out more information about your efforts here? Well, you all can go to our website, the Georgia Will Congress Center Authorities website, and sign up for our newsletter. We will be sharing information about all of the new and exciting programs. And I want to leave just one last thing, Tyler, yeah. if I have a moment, and that is under our planet pillar, we are launching our sustainability tours this October, We're actually kicking it off with PMI's conference that will be here. And that is an opportunity to educate the public and visitors on all of the sustainability practices from our boiler room to the beehives, seeing the largest green roof, which is right above our red deck, and helping other organizations be able to implement these best practices as well. So for us, it's not just about being a leader in this space and doing great work. It is sharing the knowledge so that everyone can work towards building champions on their teams and in the community, operating efficiently and being transparent about the goals and being accountable and measuring against those goals. Yeah, that's great. And uh, you'll have to let the bees know because they got to produce some more jars of honey. Yes, yes. I, well, I actually just got an email that this harvest is complete. Okay. So I will be getting some new jars in. <laughs> All right. How sweet is that? <laughs> All right. That's a good, uh, that's a sweet way to end the podcast today. So thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. And that was uh, Shavana Williams, the Director of Strategic Partnerships for the Georgia World Congress Center Authority. Um, I'm Tyler Davidson, Vice President and Chief Content Director for Meetings Today. Thank you for joining us today for this Meetings Today podcast. If you're interested in more of the podcasts that we've done with industry thought leaders, head on over to meetingstoday.com and check out our podcast section. So uh, thanks, Shivana, for joining us. And um, thanks to you out there for listening to our podcast. And whatever you're up to uh, with the rest of the day, um, have some honey and make it a great one. Thank you. Thank you.